Welcome to Thoughts Off the Stem. <laughs> I'm Justin Baroni, and today we're smoking on a little bit of Slurry Crasher from Tantalus Labs. It is, this one is an Indica, and it is 20.73% THC with a 0.05% CBD. It's a nice smoke. It's a good sleep smoke, to be honest. It's tasty, it's delicious, and that's what was in the bar. Uh, the other thing we're smoking in the joint with the glass tips, as the huge badoos, <laughs> is uh, Daily Specials Lemon Haze Sativa. Now, if you're looking at this, the thing that confuses me about it is that it's three and a half grams. This package is about the size of a DVD, and there's only about the width and length of a cigar in that package. Excessive packaging. So let's maybe try and do a little better there, uh, Daily Special folks. But... Your sativa is really good. I really enjoy it. Um, it's tasty. It's fresh. Uh, it's got like a. It's got a mix of like a. Piney and earthy flavor to it. Uh, it's a twenty percent THC and no CBD in that one. So that's what we're smoking today. So I hope uh, I hope you guys had a good week. I hope you have a good Friday. Thanks for joining me, uh, Justin Baroni, and starting your Friday. Uh, Joining me, Justin Baroni, starting your Friday off right. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. So let's light these joints and smoke them. That's right. Oh, I haven't smoked in a couple days. And uh, having not smoked in a couple days, not on purpose, actually. I just It's like I've been smoking too so regularly that I forgot to smoke. <laughs> but I've had a couple days off, so I'm excited to uh, get high again for the first time in a couple days. My tolerance should be a little lower, so this... Could be a questionable episode, I don't know. But I do have a question. I've been watching a lot of Western movies lately, and I noticed something here, okay? I noticed that if there are bank robbers trying to rob a train, they stop in the middle of the track, and they stop the train, okay? So the train's coming, choo-choo sort of thing, and then the, person, the head robber is on the track on their horse, and the train stops, okay? But if there's a damsel in distress, why can't the train stop? <laughs> why is it such a fucking mad rush to try and get the damsel off the track? Why can't you be an engineer of that train and stop that train before it runs over the lady? Okay? And why would you stop for a guy on a horse in the middle of the track if you're in a western? Because you know he's going to rob you. <laughs> Just blow through that motherfucker. I don't understand it. But there's a lot of shit that I don't really understand. And lately, I've been asking myself, like, what the fuck is going on here? And I feel like a lot of people probably in with the, a similar kind of mindset are asking the same thing. What in the fuck is going on here? I mean, obviously, we know about all the fucking Dave Chappelle shit that's going on. I'm not getting into that. But what I don't understand, okay, is... There's a big walkout at Netflix. We all know this. Well, I mean, maybe you don't. If you don't know this, there's a big walkout over the latest Dave Chappelle special where he's talking about transgender people and stuff like that. So all, all these people walk out of Netflix boycotting Dave Chappelle because they've he's offended them in some way. Okay, fine. You get offended. But you stage this big walkout and you want to cancel somebody. You think that you've never fucking offended anybody ever in your life? You think... You think that that's okay? I don't understand it. These people that are doing comedy and like shows and whatever, they're saying shit that's funny. And for the most part, they're not, the people that you're trying to cancel aren't actually potentially being offensive. 
they're making a joke about a person who happens to be transgender, gay, whatever. Okay? Why? What is the fucking point of that? If you don't like what that person is saying, what the fuck are you doing there listening to it? Don't fucking listen to it. And then everybody blows up the big thing about uh, the person that started the walkout gets fired because they started a walkout. No, they fucking didn't. They got fired because they re released financial information that the company, you're not allowed to release from a company. It's private information. You got fired because you did your fucking job wrong. That's why you got fired. I don't understand why there is a double standard for people now. I know there's double standards across the board. I understand that. I'm not trying to like pigeonhole one thing. But why all of a sudden are, do we have this expectation that whoever you're mad at or whatever you take offense to, that person or that thing has to apologize to you because you feel bad about whatever it is. If you feel bad, move on. Fuck off. Don't bother with it. Because the people that are doing these things are doing it for like entertainment and art. A lot of the time, it's not malicious. And if you pay attention to the whole situation, it's not meant to be malicious. It's meant to illustrate the irony of the situation. Where you can all of a sudden be offended because you had a bad day and put that person on blast and force them into a position where they now have to cater to you to make you feel better. I don't fucking understand that, man. It's just, like I said, it's the same as the damsel on the tracks. Why do we all of a sudden have to stop for something that is in some way negative to one person? Where, or I mean, what am I trying to say? Why do we all of a sudden, why can we, why do we have to put the brakes on for something that is potentially dangerous anyway? Because what you're doing with these whole walkout things and with this whole like, put these people on blast is essentially the same thing as robbing a train. You're, you're going in and you're taking something from, you're going in and you're taking something from other people that is, that's not yours. Okay. So like these ideas, what I'm saying is that the ideas that are being put out by these like comedians and things like that are not, they're valuable because they put a, they, they, they put a, a certain perspective, they put it, they put a perspective in place or they identify the perspective that's in place. And our perspective as a group, as a whole is fucking screwed, man. It's totally screwed right now. And I feel like it's because there's this big uprising of people, not uprising, but there's like, okay. I remember having a conversation with my dad years and years and years ago when I was younger saying that I used to think that every generation coming up was smarter than the generation ahead of it. They knew more, they were high, They were more highly educated and things like that. I used to think that way. Now, I'm starting to think that every generation is a little bit dumber than the one before them. Because everybody's trying to change the game to better suit themselves. I found this with work too. Like when I was, um, when I was working at this one company, there were certain ways to do certain jobs, okay? There were certain things that made a lot of sense in terms of the function of the job. Um, what's the word that I'm trying to, what's the other word that I'm trying to think of? The, uh, the efficiency of the job and things like that. But then people don't want to do it that way because it's not as easy for them, 
Okay, so now they're now they're lobbying their employers and things like that to change how the job functions so that it's easier and better for them. All right, I understand trying to find balance in life, but at a certain point, we also have to kind of recognize as like a as a people, as human beings, that sometimes you just gotta suck it the fuck up and move on. Stop fucking hanging your hat on these stupid issues. Like, I'm not saying that, you know, transgender issues are not, are stupid issues. And I'm not saying like gay rights or, or, um, you know, interracial rights or anything like that is a stupid issue. What I'm saying is that you're kind of pointing it in the wrong, you're sometimes pointing it in the wrong direction. The loudest voices seem to be the most petty, I guess is what I'm trying to say, because they're turning around and like in the case of the walkout, you're, you're actually working at a company that has done everything they possibly can to be as inclusive as possible, right down to publishing salaries within the company so that everybody knows what each person makes so that in, in that way they can become a better, more equal opportunity employer. Okay. But why, why then do we have to all of a sudden turn around and go, well, I'm in entertainment, but like that thing that you said that's supposed to be entertaining is bad and I'm out, I'm done. That joke offended me, so like I can't work for you. This is fucking ridiculous. And the fact that you won't take it down is fucking ridiculous. I don't think that you're looking at it right, man. If the job that you're doing that you willingly wanted to do or maybe even worked your whole life to get into, it uh, a joke and you're and you're you're in an environment where you should be allowed to say certain things to create dialogue, to move the dialogue along, but also to bring humor to the situation. It's all humor. As long as it's not, um, you know, a, a really bad, I, I guess I'm trying to choose my words too carefully, but I'm like, I don't really want to choose my, too, <laughs> my words too carefully. That's what this whole movement has kind of done. It, it makes you think it makes you second guess whatever you're whatever you're saying because you're worried that if that one person gets offended by your view as opposed to knowing your real personality and knowing what you're really like and what you're really all about um if it, it it skews it it becomes a problem you can't i don't feel like you should be allowed to go after somebody for telling jokes I feel like if you're going to go after somebody, you should go after people that are dealing in a reality like this, like situations with the police and, you know, um, black people being killed and, and choked out and things like that. Like that's a legitimate fucking issue right there. That should not be happening to anybody hands down. But because somebody brought up the fact that a person that they dealt with was gay and they didn't realize or whatever the situation is like the Chappelle thing. Okay. You, you're, you're, you're cutting off anybody's ability to discuss anything. And, and you're almost saying like, Hey, my opinion of this situation is way more important than the overall situation. And I'm not really willing to accept the fact that sometimes things can actually be funny that are a little bit risque, I guess you could say, because if you watch the whole Chappelle special, it, it in to me anyway it in no way was going against the transgender or the gay community it was pointing out certain instances between human beings where people of differing communities were sort of fighting or going after each other 
Okay, so like, why are we hanging our hat on not allow only having one side's opinion heard? Because there's you. I guess it's a tough issue to sort of really like dissect, and I don't really. 30 minutes is not a long time to dissect it. But I don't, I feel like it comes from this whole, uh, I, it, it comes from a, a mentality of um, a lack of confidence. Like, whoever you are, whatever your sexual orientation, whatever your, you know, whatever your um, background is, whatever your lifestyle is like, you should be confident in that. If you're not being physically harmed or shut out of an industry or things like that, then you, you're starting a fight with the wrong thing. You're, I think, okay? I know, I'm sure somebody's gonna be like, fuck you, man, whatever. But I just feel like we're taking words too seriously. We used to live by, well, not even live by, but we used to have, there's this, there was this, sticks and stones may break my bones, but words will never hurt me. But now all of a sudden, words are sticks and stones, and sticks and stones are nothing. It, it doesn't make any sense to me. I don't get it. I think that everybody needs to smoke a fucking joint, a really big joint, sit down in a circle, have a discussion, have a few laughs, open up your mind to the idea that, hey, maybe the reason that I'm viewing some of these things is because of how I feel emotionally about myself, my situation, or something, or someone that's around me. If If you don't like what a comedian is saying, or you don't like what a show is doing, or and and you're viewing that, okay, you're the audience of it. Move on, change the channel. Don't you're not any publicity is good publicity, even if it's bad publicity. So the best way to essentially um, cut off any kind of real horrible negativity is to walk away from it. Let it talk to nothing. You see what I'm saying? If you make a big stink about it, then all the attention is going to be on that. So you're actually hurting your own ability to argue the scenario, but you're also coming from a place where it doesn't make it. You're coming from a place where Where it's almost like you want somebody else's opinion to matter, to affect, and to uplift your own view of yourself. That, to me, says that you don't like yourself. And if you don't like yourself, you need to find the things within yourself that you need to change. That's what I'm saying. And the focus is, no, somebody else change me. Somebody else change so that it better suits me. Well, why? Why should I have to, I don't expect you to change to better suit me. I want you to be you. So it doesn't matter to me what any, what any of this stuff is to you. Like if you're gay, great, be gay. I'm happy that you're gay. I don't care. It doesn't affect me on, if your personality sucks, that's what affects me. And a lot of the people and a lot of the things that are, that I, that I see going on are people that are going after an idea versus what the actual person is like. Because within these, you know, uh, comedy shows and, and shows and stuff like that, you gen there's generally an underlying sympathy. And there's an underlying message of like, hey man, let's just all kind of 
you know, come together and talk about this, but we can't take, we can't cut out one type of communication just because it, it's too, it's too real to us. You know, I, I just, I've never got that. Even as, even as a kid, I've never understood why somebody else's way of thinking or, um, idea of a situation. It's never made me feel bad about me. It's never made me think like, oh, you need to fucking change what you're doing. It just makes me think like, okay, well, you think that way. But overall, your actions, what are your actions like? Like, you're a good person. You do good things. Okay, cool. Now, again, I'm not saying that if, you know, I've, I've met a couple racists in my life. And I'm not saying that I'm accepting of people that walk around you know, using racial slurs or talking down about people or anything like that. But if it's a joke, if it's clearly a joke and you and you, you can tell that the person doesn't totally believe what they're saying, it's still a joke. It's you're, you're taking offense to these things because I think you're not confident in your own, in your own, in yourself. You're lacking that self-confidence to be to be you, man. And you want everybody to accept you so that you can be okay with being you. You know what? You need to learn to be okay with you. That's what I'm saying. And I think that that, that this Netflix walkout thing is a really good example of that. Because people have taken offense to things that were clearly meant to be jokes. Clearly scenarios where I don't you know what I just realized that I said at the beginning of this that I wasn't going to get into it, but I guess I am. Sorry. <laughs> I lied. <laughs> I didn't mean to. <laughs> this week's pretty good. I hope you're enjoying the sesh. I hope this is a good one. Um, yeah, I hope you're having a good Friday and I hope you're smoking on something sweet. But yeah, I think that's what this whole Netflix thing is. Like, it's a bunch of people that have no self-confidence. Or there's you know the peripheral of that where these where people want to support people without self-confidence so that they can be more self-confident but then you attach yourself to a cause that's not built on an actual problem it's built on the idea of it be uh, the idea of a problem but if you paid attention to the whole special man he's not saying anything like that like that he's not saying that you know we can't be equal. We can't have the same things. We can't do the same things. What he's saying is that the way that we're going about doing these things is stupid right now. And we need to fix it. But everybody needs to be able to fix it. You can't just have one side telling another side, do it my way. You can't have that. And that's sort of like the light of a comedian, I guess, is that they get to socially commentate or they get to have a so running social commentary of what they see and how they see it. And sometimes you're not going to like those things because in reality, it's, it's the truth. It's presented in a, in a funny or shocking way, but it's still the truth. And I think that's what hurts people more than anything else. <clears throat> so to walk out from your job because of a joke and then blame your job, I think that's, it's not, it's not, it's you. You need to rethink you. <laughs> and the way you think because the way you think is unfortunately shitty that's all I'm saying and I'm not saying that I'm perfect and I'm not saying that I haven't you know um, always made the right decisions and things like that I'm just saying that 
I think that I, I've learned a lot about how to think and how to change my perception of things and to really dissect what my own thought process is towards life and the, the circumstances that happen and the interactions that happen. So I feel like that is a little bit lost right now within in general, where we're getting to the point that we need to sort of, we need to establish ourselves based on what our ideology is or what, or what it should be, what our, what our, um, <coughs> what our ideal ideology is, what our ideal situation is. We want that, but like, we don't really want to work to get it. We just want to cut out the hurdles to be able to get it. That's what I think. I don't know if you agree with me. But I can tell you this. My best friend is gay. I have had many gay friends. And I have absolutely no problem with anybody in what in wanting to live their sexu their their life their way. Whether it's sexuality, uh, race, creed, color, whatever. I don't care. Religion, whatever. I don't care. That's your belief. You can have it. And you should have it. And you should believe in it the way you be believe in it wholly. But just because you believe in something that that in depth or that close to you or that emotionally invested in it or being that emotionally invested in it, it doesn't mean that you should be on the rampage to sort of shove it down everybody else's throat without being able to have an honest and open discussion about it. Because in any discussion you have, there are things that are going to be said that that both sides don't like or all sides don't like, whatever. And... That's what we have to do. We just have to have the discussion and we have to lay off this whole like, fuck you, fuck you mentality. You know, we, you need to kind of come together and be like, look, this is, this is just something that we don't like, but, and no side has to concede. We just have to accept the fact that there are going to be differing opinions and accept the fact that people are allowed and should have their own opinions because that's what make the world that's what makes the world work. If no if nobody is physically harming you and putting you in a space where your life is in danger, it should not be a a, a direct assault on that person's character completely. If somebody is physically harming you and threatening your life to the point where you might not be around, then yes, go. we need to go after that. But you still have to have the discussion about it. I don't know. That's what I'm saying. That was my, that's my rant for this week. But what's that? It's the ganja gong, baby. And you know what we got? We got some ganja news. And you know what I decided to do this time? Because I heard that if you're Canadian and you try to cross to the U.S., if you admit to smoking weed they can turn you away or permanently lifetime ban you from going to the States. So I looked this up and sure enough, it's true. <laughs> you don't even have to be in possession of it or anything like that. You can just, you could just admit to having smoked weed once and they can be like, okay, you got to go Bye. No, thanks. You can't come back. You can't come in here. So I thought that was kind of funny because again, you've admitted to maybe smoking it. 
but federally they don't it's it's still illegal right so it's a definite no well why can't we have the discussion like maybe i smoked it when i was 14 but i haven't smoked it since and i still can't come in what why well because we don't believe all right man well discussion's over and that's what's happening it's happening on all different levels so anyway i started to think like okay well what are the global or yeah global statistics uh some of weed and usage and things like that. So I went to, let's see here, uh, com comparecamp.com, marijuana statistics, <laughs> marijuana statistics, statistics number, statistic number one, according to who, WHO, approximately 147 million people or 2.5% of the total global population consumes marijuana. That means even the people in the States, that aren't allowing you in the States might smoke weed. <laughs> Just say it. I'm not, I don't mean to pick on like the States. I'm just pointing out that I think it's kind of funny that we see the, it's again, two sides and it's the whole political landscape. Even in Canada, some of that's happening, but like, it's very definitive. It's very black and white. There's no gray areas anymore. It's very, it's very, uh, it's very me or you, you know? Okay, statistic number two. Uh, in terms of marijuana products and preferences, 43.6% prefer flour. I get it. I like my joints. I like my bongs. 16.6% um, prefer vapor pens. <laughs> vapor pens. <laughs> Vape pens. <laughs> and 9.6%, uh, they prefer concentrates. Another nine, or sorry, 9.8% uh, prefer concentrates. 9.6% prefer pre-rolls and another 9.6% prefer edibles. I prefer all of them. How about that? <laughs> number three, statistic number three. This one's a little bit of a long one. It's got a few points to it. Uh, it's estimated that 17% of marijuana users become dependent on it. I don't know about that. I've always felt like marijuana dependency is not physical. It's a mental thing. And like, if you really try, you can get over it. I don't know. But again, I'm not a doctor. I'm, I don't really know for sure. So this is a, you decide. <laughs> uh, okay. Point number two, besides marijuana, besides marijuana is addictive for approximately. Oh, so it can be, it is actually addictive to 9% of users who consume it. I don't know if I believe that. Again, I think it's a mental thing. And then it's estimated that between 10% and 30% of cannabis users would develop a dependency. But again, I think it's a mental dependency. You can check this out at, like I said, compare, uh, comparecamp.com slash marijuana statistics. I'll put it in the weed facts on tots420.com <laughs> and you can check it out there. I'll put a link. You can read the whole article. It's actually a really big article and it's pretty awesome. It has a lot of different statistics and it has, it's from, um, I think it's like 19, no, 19, 2017, all the way up to 2020. I think it is the most recent statistics on there, but it was pretty good. I really liked it. I thought it was pretty in depth. Taught me some things that I did not know. Um, and it's a really long paper, but it's pretty awesome. Man, I gotta stop saying pretty awesome. I'm getting really fucking hot. <laughs> I hope you're having a good weekend. I hope you're starting. I hope you're enjoying the session, like I said before. <laughs> if you are, <coughs> oh jeez, cough attack. 
if you are, uh, you know, subscribe, hit the like button, join in, follow. If you're on podcasts, leave me a comment. And if you're on uh, like Apple Podcasts listening to this, leave me a comment. Tell me what you think of the show. I don't know. I'm just going, I'm just flying off the cuff, baby. <laughs> and any feedback I could get would be great. If you're watching this, leave something in the comments. Let me know what's, Let me know if you like it. If you like it, subscribe and hit notifications. Like, I need, I need you to like it. That's what I need. So, yeah. Oh, dude. Dude, my dude button doesn't work again. See? Nothing. Ah, dude. <laughs> have you, I have a cat and I gave my cat fucking catnip <laughs> recently. I didn't realize catnip's like weed for a cat. Did you know this? <laughs> Would have been nice to know that. My cat freaked out for like two hours. I thought I, only, I, thought I was going to die. <laughs> but he didn't. It, she, or sorry, she. She had a lot of fun running around the house and all that shit. It's pretty cool. But since I've been talking about, you know, these, the back and forth with the, you know, the Chappelle show controversy and the idea behind getting, arguing the cause, but arguing the right part of the cause, you know what I mean? Like directly arguing the direct cause, not the peripherals of the cause. Does that make sense? Fuck, I'm high. <laughs> but since I've been talking about that, I thought that I would look up a couple statistics that you may or may not know. And these are statistics where in uh, cases of very prevalent developments in mankind <laughs> have been found, have been, um, advanced by women, but men were given credit for it. See, that type of shit is bullshit. That's the type of shit you fight. You don't fight a couple jokes. <laughs> you fight the fact that in a, in this case, here, dude, for real, <laughs> okay? There, this is on uh, goodhousekeeping.com, and I'll put this in the dude for real segment section of tots420.com. And uh, you can read about these things here. But, okay. So, a team of six women programmed the first digital computer. So, here's this little blurb. While historians have only recently recognized their achievements, the female mathematicians, part, uh, these female, oh, man. These female mathematicians participated in a World War II program coding instructions into the revolutionary electronic numerical integrator and computer, the ENIAC, which I'm, which was a big, anyway, so they, six women did this, and a guy got their credit, got the credit for it, so I'll put the link up in that, and you can actually read the whole story about it, but it's, it's fucking whack, man, that shit is the type of shit that we really need to think about, that's how you fight that stuff, you gotta make, we gotta make sure that stuff like that doesn't happen, and, um, Not worrying about if a guy telling a couple stories like said some words that you don't agree with. <laughs> here's another one, and here's one with a famous person as well. Hedy Lamar, uh, I guess was an actress way back in the day. Uh, she, she was involved in wireless community in the development of some kind of wireless community. Hollywood actor. Here, I'll read it. Jesus, I'm high. <laughs> Hollywood actor Hedy Lamar should actually be the person of wireless communication. Uh, 
During the Second World War, Hetty worked closely with George Anthiel to develop the idea of frequency hopping, which would have prevented the bugging of military radios. Unfortunately, the U.S. Navy ignored her patent and later used her findings to develop new technologies. Years later, her patent was rediscovered by a researcher, which led to Lamar receiving the Electronic Frontier Foundation Award shortly before her death in 2000. So this way back in World War II. Yeah, she fucking she helped develop a way to frequency hop, so wireless communication, and didn't get credit for it until 2000, until the 2000s. Those are the kinds of things, man. The Rosa Parks movement, stuff like that, the Martin Luther King things, those are the things that we need to sort of concentrate our shit on. It's not, it's not jokes. It's not the entertainment part. If there's things going on behind the scenes that shouldn't be going on, then yes, for sure. But the jokes that you say should not get you in hot water Because a couple of people are insecure about how they feel about themselves, I guess. That's my opinion. <laughs> yeah. And those are my thoughts off the step for this week. Because I'm getting so fucking high. I hope you're high. I hope you had a good sesh. I hope you enjoyed it. I hope you have a really good weekend. I hope you have a good next week. Um, hope you come back next Friday at 4.20 p.m. Uh, on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Good pods, pod chaser, everywhere there's a podcast, it's out there. So that's right, come back. Thoughts off the stem, 4.20 p.m. <laughs> Me, Justin Ferroni. Check out tots420.com and uh, go to the menu, hit the Tots420 shop and check out that. Check out the merch that we got going on. And check out all the other links, Weed, uh, weed Facts, um, Dude For Real Facts, which are those. I'll put those, the ones up from today. And um, yeah, check it all out. Until next time. Keep your lids low, baby.